Hey guys, before we start the episode, just wanted to remind you to go to our Patreon and become a member of the I Hate the Internet fam. You get a monthly bonus episode, unedited episodes with no ads, along with video versions of the episodes. It's only $3 a month. Go to patreon.com slash I Hate the Internet. That's patreon.com slash I Hate the Internet and become a patron today. Welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the I Hate the Internet podcast, a podcast where we talk about things we hate on the internet. Today's topic is euphoria. <laughs> Which, sorry, but we don't hate euphoria. Now, there are things we no. hate about euphoria when yes. it comes to like characters, concepts of it. But yeah, I want to preface, obviously, if you guys don't know what euphoria is, we're going to put a big trigger warning for one and two, a spoiler warning because uh, yeah. we're going to be talking about season two. Um, episode five slash the whole season we're obviously going to talk about like as season two built up to this episode yeah this season is insane but yeah so we're going to be talking about a lot of things that could be triggering we're going to be talking about drug use um sexual assault sexual assault like abuse all the things that anything bad you can think of euphoria's got it (laughs) yeah and you know what to be honest though like i think it's important that it's shown in the way that it's being shown and i'm really glad that they are because they just slap you in the face with it instead of like tiptoeing around it being like oh don't do drugs it's like no like right this shit's serious so the so the beginning of the episode um first of all before we even say anything, Zendaya deserves an Oscar for her. An Oscar, a Tony, an Emmy, all uh, the things for the acting, <laughs> all the things just for the acting. Like obviously all these episodes, she's phenomenal, but this specific episode. She's just she balls to the wall, balls to the wall on a roller coaster from beginning to end this episode. Like I was talking to my coworker who got me into euphoria um because I was like oh okay euphoria Ooh, what's the big hype about it who gives a crap and then I was like oh this is pretty if I could describe euphoria to like a millennial euphoria yep. is like pretty little liars gossip girl that like 2010 era television show but on crack cocaine on crack <laughs> on crack cocaine like the same level of like absurdity and teenager angst and all that shit but yeah. then add like a rated R rating to it. And that's yes. kind of where, where euphoria kind of sits in that kind of realm. Um, yeah. And this episode for me, I thought, I think season two, and we'll keep talking about it, obviously. Um, I'm not a big fan of it. I mm-hmm. see a lot of holes. I see a lot of issues that I think they should be yeah. fixing in the story and the storyline yeah. and the, the whole thing as a whole. I think season one was a lot better, but mm-hmm. I will say this episode like saved me and a lot of people are so 50 50 on the episode i'm like i just don't understand like this is this is a standalone episode was definitely the strongest one of the season and it was so well done and zendaya did incredible incredible from the minute the episode started it was just balls to the wall we are gonna literally follow a drug a hardcore drug addict on a bender for an hour like and we're gonna basically be the the we're basically going to be rue on a bender for a whole hour and my co-worker watched it tonight and she was like my stomach hurts and i was like 
but like people are getting upset about that. But I'm like, I kind of like, like you said, I like that they're not, there's a lot of people out there that are like, oh, euphoria glorifies drug use. I think the literal opposite. Mm-mm. I think this show depicts drug use at its raw, at its raw root that yeah. this person is suffering and is going through a horrible situation and doesn't know how to get out of it. And at times doesn't even want to get out of it and doesn't really care where she gets her fix from or her or anything from as long as she gets what she needs. And it was just such a raw episode and to watch. I've heard so many stories because thank God never Mm -hmm. have experienced this side of the world before. Um, I've heard so many experiences that people that do drugs and have drug use and stuff, they are, they can be so cruel and so mean to the people that love them and to watch Ruby so cruel to Jules and to her mother. First of all, Rue's mom and Jules are in timeout. They're in timeout. And I'm very angry with the two of them because number one, you can't tell that Zendaya is fucking whacked out of her goddamn mind. The whole, like, are you kidding me? If that was my child and my child looked the way that Rue looks on this television show, you better fucking believe I would be like, bitch, you're on drugs. You're on drugs. Yeah. And yeah. Jules too. And Jules is, and I'm sorry when Rue is saying that she's a self-centered little ass, she is self-centered. Jules is self-centered. Mm-hmm. She's a narcissist and she loves herself. Mm-hmm. And that's why she, that's why she didn't even think for a millisecond that again, her strung out girlfriend who literally looks like this all of season two is give me a fucking break. Like, so the Mm. two of them, I'm kind of like, I'm sorry, you need to get yelled. Especially Jules. I'm like, bitch, you need to get yelled at. Thank you. Thank you, Rue. Well, I mean, Gia too. I mean, Gia, Gia. but I also feel bad for Gia. So like Gia, I love her. I can relate to her in many ways, obviously not like that's not on a sister level in the concept of how Rue and Gia, their relationship is obviously not our relationship. You have never manipulated me the way that Rue has ever. No, that was so fucked up when she manipulates her to be like, Oh, I just want to do pot for my, my panic attacks and stuff. And like, what the fuck? It's not a big deal. Gia like that moment, like that should have been a red flag for Gia. And she should have fucking told her mom and been like, yo, Rue's either just doing pot or she's on drugs and she's lying to my fucking face and trying to manipulate me to think that this is okay when it's not. She shouldn't be on any drugs, period. No. So, you know, just uh, like, yeah, the, the whole time I watched the episode, my stomach hurt. But the thing is, like I said earlier, was that I've never really, I've seen a little bit on the tv shows or movies of like drug abuse and stuff like that but not like this to where it like physically hurts me mm-hmm. and seeing the roller coaster of rue's emotions one moment where she's like what the fuck you guys the next moment she's like no but you don't understand because if i don't sell these drugs that you just took away from me i'm gonna die but yeah. also i don't want to die but you know what i do want to die then she's crying and she's like oh my god i want help like i've never seen that roller coaster they you know they talk about it but i've never seen yeah. it like that and it felt, I felt like I was in the room with them watching this happen. Yeah. I and felt like a participating member of this intervention. Yeah. <laughs> just watching this chaos. And then when she's just screaming, like, what the fuck did you do with those? And then Jewel goes, we flushed them down the toilet and having Ooh. the realization 
when the realization when rue just her face just drops she just sinks and she's just like how long have they been there realizing that jules and elliot were there the whole time watching all of this unfold listening to her and her mom being like oh are you embarrassed now that jules is here like yeah. oh are you embarrassed oh, now yeah. sweetie what are you gonna, what was, are you gonna do about that it's just crazy rue's like oh mom you think i'm embarrassed hold hold my hold my drugs <laughs> hold my drink hold my drink that's hold the whole episode the drink. whole episode was hold my drink bitch i was like oh we're oh my not God. going to that's the one thing i loved about season one is season one it felt like almost every episode or every other episode there were points in the a show where you would i would no joke would grab my face and go oh my god don't do that no 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 don't do that no don't mm-hmm. say that and this mm-hmm. season it hasn't felt like that last episode was like that when cal was in the front door with his dick out pissing on the floor calling his whole family out for being hypocrites i was like yeah this is what i motherfucking signed up for i was like yeah. thank you because i i think cal is a horrible person a oh, horrible yeah. human but there's yeah. a reason to people's horribleness and i kind of like yep. understanding it and i also like that he's like i'm not the worst i'm not the worst one in this fucking family you're all yeah we all up. have things you're yeah, all fucked we're up all fucked. nate's probably if not more fucked up as much fucked up as cal is but this yeah. episode i was like when they got to uh who was it when they got to cassie's house and they were doing and they kind of caught rue and they all showed up and they're having that big argument i'm like this is what i signed up for i just the whole episode was Oh, you think you're gonna tell me what the fuck to do? I'm gonna ruin your fucking life. And I love Well, that's what she did. That's what she did. It. She was trying to project it so that they kind of forgot that she was in the room. Yeah. So she's on the stairs and her mom's like, let's go, let's go. Like you can do this. And she's like, No, I can't. And then Cassie just decides to be like, just take it one day at a time. I love that. And she's actress. like, Oh, Cassie, hold really? on, hold on a second. Hold on. How long you been fucking Nate Jacobs? And Cassie's like, what i literally went like held my face and was like oh because you know it was going to get out eventually obviously like duh like that's just the natural progression of well yeah but the way that it happened was like i loved it i loved the way that it happened that it was rue that decided to do it cassie's like wait what she's like yeah i fucking saw you get into his truck and kiss him and drive off like what up what's going on with that it was maddie's like what like cassie's mother how she was like, calm down. We're trying to have an intervention. We can't do this right now. It's <laughs> like, you Dude, I, see believe. her mom, their mother, she's intriguing. I need more because the whole time she's, she's sitting there like, how's your mom? You're sober, right? You're doing great. And then she walks by her daughter and she's like, she ain't fucking sober. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was telling my coworker, I was like, I think she's no joke. The most responsible parent out of all of them. And she's an alcoholic. Yeah, sadly. And she's an alcoholic. <laughs> And she's an alcoholic. I was just like, she knows what's up. I was like, why, Mm -hmm. why is she the best parent of of all the parents? Um, These parents, these parents are just like, like literally psychotic, but I love her her. usual. I love that. I love their family. I think they're really, really, I just think they're great, but I'm just like, oh, I, I liked that they did that part of the episode because we did need a couple areas where we needed to take a breath. And yeah. that kind of gave us like, I guess a comedic, re- it's a really fucked up comedic relief. But yeah, comedic but it brings it, it, it moves the train into like this, 
like say there's only 10 episodes this season this is a good halfway point yeah i would to agree really with that. drive the rest of the season oh are we gonna drive it though? into that's chaos with worried. everybody but that's what i'm worried about is they're not gonna they're i just feel like they're not like season one i feel like they were literally on our throats balls to the wall put it down to just and this season they're kind of just like doing one of these and i'm like i i watch i like this show because it is balls to the wall i don't want i don't watch this show because i want to take a break i watch this show because i want to literally be like shaking at the end of it (laughs) (laughs) pretty much and the last two episodes i'm like oh my god and people on the internet are like freaking out about it i'm like you guys like first of all this is what you signed up for Second of all, I would rather watch these raw, authentic depictions of humans than these glorified, what actually are glorified and fucking fucked up ones that don't make any sense. The one thing I do wish, and and I say this about every fucking television show that we talk about on this podcast, I just wish they would put these characters in college. I wish they would force the storylines to be 18 and older. I don't, I really, I do agree with, the narrative that I don't agree that these shows should be placed on teenagers because no, that is that there are pieces of the story that are glorifying, like, especially the sexual parts of the show, I feel like are glorifying yeah. it. And I hate to say it, but I'm sorry. I think 90% of teenagers are not having these sexual experiences No, and, and they're watching this if they are, which that's another thing we got to talk about. Um, <clears throat> if they are watching it, I don't want them to think that this is what high school looks like on an average basis for an average child. I think yeah. maybe kids in like fucking New York city or fucking California, maybe, but yeah, not, not, in not where we Maine. are, not in Maine. No. I'll tell you that no. right now. That shit ain't happening. The parties no. like that aren't happening. The fucking no. drugs like that aren't happening. And there's not no. that type of adult, adult sex. I'm sorry. At 16 years old, most adult men don't know where the clitoris is. A 16 year old sure as fuck don't know where a clitoris is. So I don't even know what the word means. No. So I'm just like, <laughs> Nate, Jake, I'm sorry, Nate getting downtown Julie Brown on some of these girls. I'm like, no 16 year old boy knows how to do half the shit Nate's doing. Get no. out of here. No, no, they definitely like, when I do watch it, my brain is like, oh, college. But then they like are in the halls of high school. And I'm like, right, this is in high school. Yeah. Why do they, why do all these shows depict things in high school? What, what are they so afraid of doing it in college? Why are they so afraid of that? I think it's like this never, at least like the dark side of it <laughs> that I've heard is just this never ending wheel of, um, pedophilia. It's just, it's weird. If you think about, if you think about women and what we depict in Hollywood, it's of the very pedophilic mindset of like a young looking girl, young looking women. We want our women to look very young, very youthful. We want them to be literally completely shaven, like a child, bare skinned, supple. And it's just this weird cycle. And I, I, I agree with you. I just don't understand why they can't like, I watch a show on HBO called the sex lives of college girls. Why mm-hmm. can't they just do that stuff? Like, yeah. yes, girls in college have sex. That's a thing. Like, yeah. and experiment a lot more than they do in high school and are on yep. their own and are of legal age and have yeah. better understanding <laughs> of themselves, not fully understanding <clears throat> of themselves, obviously, but yeah. Um, 
the thing that I don't know is like, are you sitting here thinking that teenage girls are watching the show? If I had a teenage girl, this show, I would not be allowing my teenager to watch this show. I know that there are, I know a lot of, um, just based off of, you know, going through Twitter and seeing posts about Zendaya and, um, Hunter, Mm -hmm. um, I know a lot of trans teens are watching because Mm -hmm. of the representation that Hunter brings to the show. And I know that for some parents at first, they were like, no, because we, they know what is on the show. Yeah. Um, but supposedly these responsible parents sat down and talked to their child and was like, listen, this is what's going to be shown. Like questions, please talk to me. Um, but seeing that representation of jewels and also ruin jewels as like a couple and seeing that trans kids can have a good storyline like that and no one's questioning their relationship no one's questioning yeah like jewel like that no one's questioning jewel's existence as a trans person like it's like it's a natural normal thing even the most popular girl doesn't care having elliot having elliot talk to Jules the way that he talks to Jules I think was important as well mm-hmm. where I love like I loved that episode where it was the three of them where it was Rue, Rue Jules and Elliot and but to see the dynamic of Jules and Elliot and again the way that he spoke to her and said certain things like well you're a trans woman wearing a binder what's up with that right. like Jules saying things like problems. that <laughs> to kind of shift the narrative like well yeah, I'm a, I'm a trans woman, but there's sometimes maybe I still, maybe I still don't like my chest, even though I'm a trans woman and I want a breast. There's some days that I want my chest to be flatter. Like mm-hmm. I just, and, and him calling her sexy, being like, mm-hmm. yeah, well, that's sexy of you with, with what you have, like you're, you're a sexy woman. And mm-hmm. I just think that, that was so important, whether you're non-binary or trans, I think it's important to see these relationships. And like you said, to not have the trans person be this evil person that they love to depict as a trans person always being the enemy where this one it's like Jules yeah obviously Jules has an interesting storyline she is pretty she I mean she loves herself she is self-centered and that line that uh, Rue says pretty much like you know you don't love me you just love to be loved yeah it was like like that was a slap to the fucking face if someone was this close to my face talking to me way she was oh and Jules just kept that. First of all, that noise you just made sounded like a literal sound effect. <laughs> that was so good. You when you need to hear that back because that sounded like a hardcore sound effect. I was like, wait, does she Thanks. does she have like a little dock that she put? The yeah, sound I just have a sound. On? I have a sound machine. No, I'm just amazing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but no, I, I also thought it was sad though. Like after everything that happened, and Elliot and Jules are sitting in the kitchen, and Elliot was like. I shouldn't have done this. Like, this wasn't my place. I liked Rue the way that she was. I was like, dude, it's so you rough. did the right thing. You did, you the, did right the right thing. thing. Yeah. And you just feel guilty. You're letting, you're letting her like trick Manipulate you. Manipulate you. You did the wrong thing. Yeah. When right. you didn't, because he, I also think it might possibly be because she laid into Jules and I know that he has a thing for Jules too. Yeah their dynamic but is i know so fuck, like i do agree crazy. like don't get me wrong i i do agree that he does feel that way where he's like <laughs> well i liked her as she was I, I didn't mind that she did drugs and i didn't care because i just loved her for who she was right i do believe him but i also do think he's falling into the manipulation that she was trying to instill in them being like fuck oh. you guys for telling my mom like yeah 
It's like, like no, what are they we're supposed trying to, to do? save your life. You're going to die. It's also like, it's a little too late at the same time too. It's kind of like, it's like, well, you had for Elliot, it's like you had the opportunities and the chances to do something and now you can't deal with it. It's like, are you kidding me? And then again, with Jules, it's like Jules has been, Jules pisses me off because I, I on one hand, I get mad at her because I'm like, oh my God, you're manipulative yourself and yeah. you're saying one thing and then doing another. But at the same mm-hmm. time, I sit there and I go, that's what teenagers do. Like this is, oh, this, yeah. is this is a typical teenager. Like on obviously an extremer scale, because I don't think yes. genuinely a lot of teenagers are doing what Jules is doing on a normal basis. But, um, but I do think that, you know, she went to New York and cheated on Rue and acted like it was nothing. And then she, Rue talks to friggin' Elliot and it's like this whole big thing with Jules. And it's like, you literally physically had sex with another human. Mm-hmm. Rue has done nothing, not kissed this man, not done anything with this human. And you're pissed off and upset. And then on the backside, you do it again. It's like, I, I well, no, on the backside, you do it with the guy that you were worried about with Rue. Right. And now you're fucking with him. It's right. like, well, what? And it's what are like, you doing? Take the part where you like, take out the part where you told my mom I'm on drugs. You're an asshole. And I don't want to be yeah. friends with you. And I don't want to date you. And I don't like you. So like, take out the drug part. I'm kind of like, yeah, fine. I was like, thank you. Someone finally fucking call her ass out. I'm like, take the drug addict part away from it. I'm sorry. Jules deserved maybe not that hard of a yelling and a, and a no. verbal abuse, I don't but think she definitely deserved now. a like, fuck you moment. For yeah, like sure. you're self-centered. You so, say here, you sit here and you say you love me, but your actions say different. Yeah. And then basically the whole episode is just Rue running, literally just running away the whole time. Oh, and when she had, was running from the cops, I was literally screaming at the TV and I was like, fucking tase her. <laughs> uh see, you know what? The funny thing, you know what the funny it's not even funny. What I was thinking the whole time is like, oh, I don't, we're not gonna do like a cop attacks a black woman are we because like i'm just not i don't know if that's what people, <clears throat> i don't want to see that like that yeah my brain like, didn't we my brain didn't enough. think about that like my we were watching enough my brain was thinking please fucking get her so we can detox her please oh like, i know i'm sick of this shit but i was I'm like so pissed oh, off and she's she's no. not even a real person and i'm pissed off at her yeah i i was really worried that they were gonna do like a a very something that happens all the time which is police brutality to black people i was yeah. like oh fuck are we gonna watch this and i was like okay we're going through a lot in this no, episode i, I was like they, please don't hurt zendaya i love her. i think please their focus is yeah i think their focus is the drugs <laughs> not that yeah. line. when she came out of the trash can i was like <laughs> i knew she was in there i was as like they slowly oh she's, so, I'm like, she's in the fucking trash she's so she's just so fucking smart she, her character is set up to be so intelligent even though she's a fucking drug addict because i think people think junkies yeah. are dumb and they're not dumb fez isn't no. dumb she's not dumb these characters are not stupid these actually these characters are actually really intelligent all of them yeah. are they're all fucking evil, but they're all really smart. Nate is evil as fuck, but he's really smart. Like, I mean, the thing that I'm interested to see now is the fallback of Maddie and Nate, obviously, because I, the episode before that, when, which was iconic in the hot tub, (laughs) iconic. I was like, put this moment in the fucking hall of fame of television (laughs) and to watch her be like, 
yeah, we're not dating. And he's like, yeah, we're not dating. She's like, wait a minute. Why are you saying we're not dating? I was like, oh girl, I've been there. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, no. And she's just like, well, why'd you say it so fast? And he's like, bitch, you just said no. And I'm just saying no. This is what always happens. La, 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 la. And then just, and I'm like, yeah. Ooh. Like I, I I love that. I love that dynamic the three of them yeah, and, I was just gonna say that yeah and Cassie losing just Cassie's literally losing her fucking mind yeah she's, mind. Well, she's just like Jules she's just like Jules she loves to be loved yeah there's definitely trauma which anybody with a fucking brain cell could see that it's from her dad obviously because her dad yes. abandoned them and mm-hmm. is a troublemaker and an idiot and it's probably dead I don't remember if that was confirmed or not but it's probably dead I don't think so um yeah, it's so, and then the fact that her sister is literally writing a play basically about her in front of her, but it, but like when they're in the bathroom, what was it ep- like an episode or two episodes ago, they're like, oh, you know, your sister's play. And she's like, yeah, Oklahoma. And she's like, Oklahoma, you, you made a play called Oklahoma. It's like, no, dumbass. I'm not making a play called Oklahoma. It's about my sister. And then that whole thing of like, do I look like I'm auditioning for Oklahoma? I loved the tweets after this episode when the whole um, truth came out about Cassie and Nate. Oh, TikTok. And everyone's like, her sister in the background, like writing part two of the play. Like, (laughs) I was laughing so hard. She's like writing, oh my God, all this information down. Like, here we go. Here's the tea. Here's the climax of the play. Euphoria TikTok was on fire with all the people recreating like all these memes and stuff and recreating that moment. The hot so, tub scene, they cre- re- there's somebody who recreated the hot tub scene. I don't remember his name, but he yeah. recreates so many different like skits and stuff. Uh-huh. He's really good at it. Oh my God, I was dying. Like his He has acting, a mustache, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm obsessed with him. I watch everything he does. I love him. He's so him. good at recreating those scenes. Like word for word. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 So what do you, so I guess, you know, all these, ep- we're on episode five now. It's kind of been yes. all, it's kind of been all over the place. Like, what do you, what have you, what's, what do you feel like is missing from this season and then needs to get summed up? And then what do you think is going to happen the rest of the season? Because let's say, like you said, let's say they do 10 episodes. Cause that's pretty typical for HBO. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what are we going to get out of the other five episodes that we need to fill in some gaps here? So season one, I will say that I loved Kat loved cat in season one i think she was a great she's a great character great representation of like bigger women and like loving yourself um and just like sticking it to the man like all that shit loved her storyline this season cat doesn't even exist well apparently the showrunner sam levinson and her are are having like a beef i guess why do they do that well I watched you, you first- know what just kill her off then that's what they all end up doing they just kill them off and go I don't want to write for them anymore let's just kill them well I don't know any con I don't know any context I only know what the tarot card reader said that I watched about Amphrodite look him up he's fantastic and Amphrodite said that he thinks what happened is that Sam Levinson had an idea of what he wanted to do with that character and yeah. had a beginning a middle and an end and this is a character. This is not a real person. Okay. But obviously yeah. people get attached to their characters and want to stay on shows longer. And I guess she did not. And again, this is all alleged. 
Um, apparently she did not like where that was going and she didn't want her character to end the way that she was supposedly going to go or end or whatever. And then she got upset about it and kind of had like a little bit of a fit. And then Sam Levinson had a fit. And now it's a lot of egos is what Amphrodite saw in the tarot cards. And I could see that people got egos. And this is Sam Levinson's show. We can see it from the writing because she's had like how many scenes and they're not even, it's- They're not good. It's pointless to the story. She doesn't even need to be here. She's the dumb friend again that's in the background. And I'm like, that's not what we signed up for for her. We signed up to watch this powerful, strong woman who's plus size- be confident and have this incredible journey of yeah. self-discovery and a sexual awakening <laughs> and it's just yeah like, eh. yeah season two is just like who gives a fuck about her like it makes me so sad now i feel bad that i keep forgetting cassie's sister's name lexi lexi i think it's lexi, lexi. i think it's lexi which keep makes going. me sad because i that. fucking love her and i love I that they're incorporating love her, her more love but her. i still i still want more of her um, I want her and Fez's storyline that was a blip, a yeah. blip of, of an episode. You know and what I'm my like, guess was? Why? So my guess for Lexi was um yeah, it's based Lexi. on I just it up. my guess for Lexi was for the first couple episodes. So it's like she meets Fez. You had the whole line where Rue was like, How many? Because when she meets the female, like female lord drug dealer, she's like, Oh, how many drug dealers do you know that are female? And Fez is like, one because he knows her now yeah so my guess was you know Lexi was gonna get Lexi was gonna be like kind of tired of this this the life that she's living and just say fuck it and yeah. start working start working with Fez right and that never that's that's, that's, that, that's what happen. I was getting that's the vibe I was getting that she was gonna be like so intrigued by that world yeah and want to see what what was up what was up about it even though she was kind of traumatized by watching him beat the shit out of Nate Right. It was still so much like she went back to his place to say hi to him. Like it was still intriguing enough to go back and be like, yo, what's up, Fez? Like, mm-hmm. I definitely want to see more of that. And I kind of hope they kind of do something with that. Obviously, I don't want her to end up in a Rue situation because she sees what it does. But right. But I don't think I just Fez thought it would have been does, interesting. I don't think Fez does drugs though. No, he I'm just, pretty sure he just deals them. Right. So I'm kind of like, okay, I think Lexi <clears throat> really could be with him and not be a drug addict because he's not a and drug addict. Yeah. And she's fucking smart. She's so smart. And she's so, I just love her character. She's so sweet and she's so cool. And she's from what I depict is an actual high school student. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, she's legit. But, they kind of just dangled that in our face and then said, no, none for you. And I was like, bring no, bring that back. I want that storyline. That's a great <laughs> storyline. Why are you, I feel like the episodes this year are chunky. There's no fluid line from one episode flow. to the other episode. It's even this episode, which again, I loved was yeah. whack out of nowhere. Like, yeah. It's so chunky. Whereas the first season, what, what, again, I don't know why they dropped a cut. They dropped a couple things that pissed me off. One, they dropped the whole, we're going to pick one character and the show is going to be about that character. And we're going to kind of spin off from that character in our storyline. They didn't do that. They took the lead singer or artist, um, Oh my God, what the hell is the band that's on there, right? That was on season one that did all the music, Labyrinth. Labyrinth doesn't do all the music this season, which Labyrinth 
made the first season like the music to the first season was incredible and yeah. they just now put labyrinth back in last episode i was like what that's true it's so weird and like the color changes aren't really as much there as they were either like there is very much like rue is this color and like jules is this color and when there's panic there's this color and when there's happiness there's this color like that yeah. kind of went away too and it's just such a weird season. Like it just doesn't even feel like it's the same show at times. It feels like it's a different, like a different world. I just don't understand what they were. I don't understand what's going on. They had kind of like the yeah. perfect recipe and they're like, <laughs> no, no, no. We're going to try something fucking new this season. It's like, why? Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm intrigued to see. I mean, obviously I think that, so obviously next episode looks like it's going to be a hardcore Cassie Maddie episode with probably a touch of Nate. Yeah. Um, which listen, <clears throat> I understand Nate is a piece of shit, but Jacob is his last name, Elordi or whatever, who plays him. Brilliant actor. And I I'm love... going to say something controversial yet brave. What? It's <laughs> fucking hot. No shit. Bitch. He's so hot, but he's, he's sexy. so whole... like some of the scenes on that show. I'm like, he can get it, but it's such yeah. a horrible, he's so, but it, it, He's a terrible human being. He's so good at being a fucking monster. A monster. The guy who actually plays him, Jacob, is like the sweetest person on the fucking planet. If you heard do you know that he's, I think he's British or Australian? I think he's Australian. His accent and the way he talks, he's so quiet when he talks. And And he like loves his parents and he brings his parents to like everything he does. I was like, like, he's so cute and the fact that he plays this evil character like that's a brilliant actor so like just like seeing his dynamic with cassie being like you know the scene where they're in the like construction area yeah and he he follows after her because at first he's like i can't be with you and then he goes up to her and he's like you don't understand the power you have but then he goes how are you gonna look maddie in the face how 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 are you ever evil in the face like the manipulation evil. he's so, so like evil. turn me on to turn me on and be like you don't understand the power you have over me type of vibe but then he's like but how are you gonna look your fucking best friend in the face after this it's like how are you gonna look your ex-girlfriend in the face bitch and then when kathy tried she tried to be like oh you think maddie's bad i'm fucking bad i'm like bitch i love you you are not maddie I'm you're sorry. A pussy asshole. <laughs> you're a pussy asshole. And you are having mental breakdowns in mm. the middle of the bathroom in a cowgirl outfit. Okay. You are not Miss Madeline. Okay. Relax. No. Maddie Do not touch is my Maddie. Maddie, Maddie is that fucking bitch. Maddie is who she in is. my insides I think I am. Where I'm just yep. like, fuck me up and I'll fuck you up. But I'm not like that. Yeah. I'm Cassie. <laughs> yeah i I just think i'm that bitch i'm intrigued to see what maddie does i'm intrigued to see how cassie reacts obviously cassie you see in the preview where she's like they weren't even fucking together honey it doesn't matter it's girl code you don't date your friend's ex especially if your friend keeps saying like oh i'm still in love with him which don't get me wrong first of all especially if your friend is maddie if your friend is maddie do you want to die is maddie your friend is maddie for one for two you saw how evil abusive and toxic nate was and yet you're like you know what i want to ride that pony no honey we don't want to ride that pony because he can be toxic to you too which obviously he kind of was but like obviously he was emotionally manipulative towards her he was never physical with her 
Um, he's something like I can't he was figure, with Maddie, but I can't figure out if they're going to give him a hero arc or not. If they're going to give him one of those, because I don't, I don't I, think so. I hope not. I don't think I kinda, they should. I kind of like that. He's just horrible. He's horrible. I don't think they should. I think they might try to do something between him and his dad, but I think that's it. Like, I don't think they're going to really try to save him when it comes to a relationship with a girl. Like, cause again, I still think he's like his father and just wants to fuck anyone under the sun, men, women, non-binary people, trans people. Like, I think he's like his dad in that retrospect, because remember on episode one where he's talking to what's his face being like, Oh, did you fuck her in the ass with his friend about mm-hmm. Cassie? Yeah. He's like hardcore on it and trying to get all like, oh yeah, you fuck her in the ass. You fuck her really good in the ass. She scream your name. I was like, yo, he wants to do anal with like anyone and everyone right now. Like, Yeah. I heard a conspiracy theory that people think that, um, which I kind of was like, that's like kind of so obvious that they think that Cassie's going to be pregnant with nate's with baby nate's baby well, and i was like stupid Can we i was not? like everybody does that i'm like everybody does that and then she's already been pregnant i was like come on i was like but like listen move listen. on Find i feel like she would lose line. the baby because of stress because she's so fucking stressed about everything she would lose the baby i i relate to cassie so much when i was watching her have mental breakdowns i was like yeah that's my insides every day <laughs> she's just oh she's so oh, the girl who plays wired. her sydney the sydney, sydney sweeney oh, her acting part. on those mental breakdowns is brilliant have you seen like, her tiktok she makes yeah she works on cars, cars. And shit. yeah she's incredible she's hot she is i agree <laughs> she's my very source she is very sexy she has incredibly beautiful breasts just so beautiful yeah no, like that, what was it, episode two, where she's practically naked the whole time? The entire episode. Beautiful breasts, beautiful like, booty. She's okay. a beautiful woman. She's so beautiful. She's so talented. She's so Why smart. Why can't my boobs look like hers? Why can't you find a girlfriend like her? She's like hers, fucking incredible. Hers just sit perfectly. Perfectly. Like, Mine don't. Mine are like. fuck? Now listen. You just said, I hope you find a girl like her, like Cassie or like Sydney. We want it. We want a Sydney, not like a Cassie. Sydney, not Cassie. <laughs> like we don't want a Sydney. Cassie. I, I no. have daddy problems. I don't need another person with daddy issues. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, she's yeah. She's a hot, she's a hot hat SMS. I just hope that they, oh my God. I don't, I'm interested so to hopes. see what will happen with the CD because Cal seems to not give a fuck or care. So I'm kind of like, uh, bitch, you should care. You had sex with a fucking minor, you loser. Yeah, obviously, Maddie's um, gonna pull something with that shit. Yeah, and, and they, I just oh, don't know. You fucked my best friend. Well, I'm about to show the world that your daddy fucks minors. Why do we have to have that <laughs> conversation too? Like, I just don't understand why that needs to be a storyline. Like, how about we just don't? How about we just don't do that, oh. or don't talk about that, or don't like? Is that like? I guess as again, someone who's not traumatized in that way in my life or has experienced those type of experiences, thank God. Yes. Do does that need to be a storyline? Does pedophilia need to actually be a storyline? Like I just don't understand. I don't understand. But here I am watching the show. So what the fuck am I doing? I'm adding to it. I tweet about it every day. Like, am I a good person? Probably not, because I'm watching this fucking show. People don't know what else to talk about. They they got oh, it's got to be risky. It's like, okay, we get it. We get it that pedophilia is a thing and we know that it's bad. Like that's not But it can be risky if they're 18 and older. It can well, still true. be risky. Honestly, it can even be crazier when they're 18 and older. 
You could do some crazy ass shit. That has nothing to do with that overage. They want it to be illegal. That doesn't have to do with a 40, 50 year old man trying to have sex with a teenager. (gasps) Disgusting. So to go off of all they were. So to go off of euphoria before we wrap up here, obviously I'm a hello euphoria. <laughs> oh my god! I swear we'll keep talking about you. Um, <laughs> to go off of that, they're gonna have uh, Degrassi on HBO Max. The what? A, new, a brand new, brand new Degrassi. Oh, and then no. they're gonna have Pretty Little Liars original I sin on HBO Max. So that more, I can't fucking wait for. So it's more cheap, but to go with, I guess, Euphoria, it's another example of teenager television shows on HBO Max. That's true. I don't get it. I'm like, so Pretty Little yeah, Liars but- is going to be even riskier, crazier, more sexual than the original show was. And that show was already fucked up. Yeah, but wasn't The Perfectionist, was that based in a college or was that at like a private uh, private high school wasn't that one based in college i don't know the perfectionist degrassi why does no one talk about degrassi no one talks about degrassi or at least anybody degrassi is so good if i okay that's actually a perfect example if i had to pick what euphoria is degrassi degrassi was off the fucking rails off the chains off in a ditch in the woods in the ocean under the crust of the earth trash like yeah. in the some of the storylines are psychotically horrid and yeah. scary but it's and good so but it's like i love trash but it's good it's good trash and the fact <laughs> of the matter is is that drake one of the top artists of our generation yep was literally a paraplegic on a television show where he was shocked by in the legs and was in a wheelchair and is now one of the most recognized rappers of our generation what nina dobrev started from the bottom now we're here like what (laughs) this show is nuts if degrassi comes back bring back drake bring back no i just do not bring back drake okay don't bring back drake but bring back drake no, I don't want any of the originals in this fucking thing. Just like Pretty Little Liars. I don't want any of the originals coming up on Pretty Little Liars. Leave it. Let it be its you own You should entity. look at the picture. I, I Let it be its own entity. I think I screamed. Pretty Little Liars, as of what, as of now, Lucy Hale has confirmed that she is not aware of any of the original girls being on that television Don't. Show. Don't touch her, it. Leave it be. Let it be its own entity. It's supposedly supposed to be its own entity. It's, set, it's not even set in Rosewood. It has nothing. Yeah, it basically has. They don't need to be on it. It has nothing to do with. It has nothing and to do with the first Pretty Little Liars. If they are, we could do like a Haunting of Hill House Bly Manor vibe where, yes, it's Lucy Hale, but she's not playing Aria Montgomery. She's playing somebody that's not even. It's a completely Yeah, like American bitch. Horror Story does. That's what they yeah. do. Yeah. Like, they they do. Do. I don't want. If they, if any of them come back, they better not be their fucking characters from Pretty Little Liars or I'm going to be pissed. <sighs> This is one of As the an cast avid picture. lover, PLL is my number one show. Like, you don't, don't piss me off. This is one of the cast pictures. I don't know if you can see this. Hold on, let me see if I can turn if I can turn this light down. Oh, we're getting oh there. We're hold getting on, there. hold on. Okay, let me see if you can see this. Come on, 
You can't on. see that on uh, Instagram. So we oh, here we go. Yes, you can. Wait, what? Can we look at this character's contour? <laughs> Wait, he's from Degrassi. This character means business. Uh, That's from Degrassi. I know. Character. That character means business. Yeah. No one contours that much other than Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Wait, is he in the new Degrassi? I think like the one that's coming to HBO because he was in the most recent one that was on Netflix. Oh well, then maybe that's not the new cast. No, I thought that might have been was, the that was the Netflix cast. You would know. I don't freaking know. But yeah, Degrassi yeah. and Pretty Little Liars and Gossip Girl. So basically, our childhood is being relived on television. Gossip Girl, new Gossip Girl is trash. That's just I have, my opinion. I haven't heard one good thing about it, so I think you're good. The next thing they're gonna do is they're it's gonna awful. do. What's the what's the California show that they had back in the day? Nine hundred two one zero. No, no. Californians. The, the Californians. <laughs> no, it had. What Misha, are you doing it here? It had Misha Barton and Adam Brody on it. Who the fuck is that? Do you know what I'm talking about, Archer? <laughs> Do you know what television show I'm talking about had Adam? The Brody OC. On it? The OC. They're gonna bring back the OC. Mark no, your calendars. Mark no, your calendars. Not. Today is February seventh at eight twenty one p.m. They will, in our future, bring back the OC. Mark my fucking words. Well, they're already talking about bringing back One Tree Hill in a certain way, too. <sighs> okay. If they... <laughs> <laughs> Stop ruining my childhood. Like, this is where I'm at. Is this what our parents... Think of is something this... original. This is what my dad was... This is what our dad was always talking about. How come I always yeah. say my dad? I always do that. This is what our dad was talking about. <laughs> it's like, have a fucking original idea. Nobody yeah. has an original idea anymore. It's so annoying. Stop ruining nope. my childhood, okay? Just stop. Yeah. Leave it be. Leave what was good in the past. In the past. Let the chaos be where it is like leave yeah. it alone and we can re-watch those shows you don't need yes. to make something that, no, don't get me wrong though don't get me wrong i am excited to see if pretty little liars original set is good as its own entity i'm gonna have to go in with an open mind just well, people like need to any go of the in. disney movies that come mm-hmm. out right. i have to go in with an open mind realizing like yes it's gonna have the same characters but it doesn't mean they're gonna follow the same storyline well it's like so. with pretty little liars is you have to go into it realizing that that's just the name of the show it has nothing to do with the original show it's its own entity it's basically it's not even like a remake it's literally like a spinoff basically pretty much but from what i was reading when i was did you actually read the like the synopsis of it i'm gonna read you the synopsis i read a little bit about each character who's who because one of the characters the the guy who played young cal he's in it he's gonna be in it he's hot he's fucking hot so this is the plot of Pretty Little Liars' original sin. While you might be thinking that they're heading back to Rosewood, we're going somewhere completely new this time. According to HBO Max, 20 years ago, a series of tragic events almost ripped the blue-collar town of Millwood apart. Hate that name, Millwood. Now in the present day, a group of desperate teen girls, a brand new set of little liars find themselves tormented by an unknown assailant and made to pay for the secret sin their parents committed two decades ago, as well as their own in the dark coming of rage, uh, horror tinged drama, pretty little liars, original sins. We find ourselves miles away from Rosewood, but within the existing pretty little liars universe in a brand new town with a new generation of liars. The one thing I'm worried about is it sounds a lot like Riverdale. And I think the head creator of Riverdale is also the head creator of this. 
So first of all, why does it have to be a wood place? We got rosewood. Now we got millwood. The millwood. 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 Like rosewood sounds great. Love a good rosewood. Now rosewood, let's be honest. I would never live there because murder every five seconds. Literally. But why is no one leaving? Millwood? Millwood. I'd rather live in like Ravenswood. What is all this wood? Wood. Lots of wood. Something different. Very fast. But I do think. I do think it's going to be darker. I hope, yeah, I hope you're, I hope you're wrong and it's not by the Riverdale guy, but if it is, it is. it's going to be fucking chaos and off the rails. And you know what? I'm going to make my popcorn and just suck it all in. I just, I'm like, wait a minute. Where have I heard that storyline before? I'm like, oh yeah, duh. Riverdale is literally, that is literally the plot of Riverdale is these teenagers are paying for the sins of their parents from 20 years ago it's the same fucking thing i'm like pretty much yeah <gasps> so crazy sauce mm. but yeah that's where that's yeah, where i we're hope at, it's not and trash i pray i pray i pray to the zendaya gods that it is because season one trash. of riverdale season one of riverdale my favorite season excellent oh Beautiful. that's one of those shows that where it just kept going worse worse bad season horrible season disgusting mm-hmm. trash ridiculously stupid like it just got worse and worse and worse as time teenagers, went on a teenager guys if you've never seen riverdale let me just say this this is how crazy riverdale is okay i a wish mike's teenage, mike would do a riverdale thing a teenage girl he needs to we should oh, request yeah. it we should a teenage girl okay bought a restaurant then within that restaurant put a speakeasy Okay. Do you know what a speakeasy is, everyone? A teenager. Mind you, she was 16, I think. I'm pretty sure. 16. And then this 16-year-old girl decides to sell her own alcohol. Um, Who's giving a 16-year-old a liquor license? Yeah. Not to mention the cult. She's always at battle with her daddy. Okay. And her daddy is trying to kill her 16-year-old boyfriend for like five seasons because he <laughs> loves her. And daddy has an Sam and I, Sam and I said that when we when we, you know, would avidly watch River Dunk when we, you know, liked it and thought it was funny, then mm-hmm. it just became garbage. But yeah, we played drinking games where every time Veronica said daddy, we would take a drink and we would have been plastered had we played Shmammered. It was I I'm just sad because I really liked I really liked the show. The actors and act like the actors in the show were great, but they just had to go and fuck it up and start adding more. Like they needed they couldn't they couldn't pick a lane. They were in the middle of like, do we want to go paranormal? Do we want to go like werewolves and witches and all that shit? Like they couldn't decide, so they kind of a little over here, a little over there. Pick a lane. Well, they didn't start the show crazy. Or you're just in Riverdale following the love triangle of Betty, Veronica, and Archie. Well, they didn't introduce the show as paranormal, which is what they should have done. They should have introduced it as, okay, we're going to have, maybe we're not going to go balls to the wall paranormal from the beginning, but we are going to introduce and sprinkle these paranormal ideas out there. Yeah. But the first season, what, two seasons wasn't even about that. But once they introduced that kind of Dungeons and Dragons theme shit, I was like, you guys, yeah. Yeah, I think that we was season three are when going they did that. off the 
fucking rails. This doesn't make any sense. And then they added the cult that Chad Michael Murray was in charge of because Chad Michael Murray is a cult member in a real life. Like he looks like a cult <laughs> member. He looks like a cult leader. Then they went just way the fuck off the rails. And I'm like, you guys, like this doesn't make any, this just doesn't make any sense anymore. Now this is just crazy. This isn't enjoy. This isn't entertainment. This is stupid. All right. Well, who do you have for a shout out this week? <laughs> Um, let's see. Who do I have for a shout out this week? Get out of here. I'll say mine while you're looking for yours. Mine is um, if you love snackaroonies, um, I highly recommend uh, Popcorn World. They are a black owned business. And because February is Black History Month, we should be celebrating black creators, black artists, black music artists, black everything. Um, and then take that as a catalyst to do more in our yearly life, not just for a month, human beings on this planet. We don't just celebrate a group of people for a month. We need to celebrate them all year round. Um, so popcorn world is a black owned business and it's popcorn. I don't think that that's pretty fucking obvious is popcorn, but it's like, incredible. They have so many amazing flavors. I bought dad some for Christmas, uh, last year they have like chip flavors, like Doritos. They have caramel, like every caramel kind you can think of, but like added crazy shit on top of it. They had a Snickers flavor. That was so fucking good. They have peanut butter cup flavors. It's delicious. So highly recommend I'll put the link in the bio as per usual, but they are popcorn underscore world underscore on Instagram. And I highly recommend checking them out. They have over 250 flavors. They're so fucking good. And they come within like a week. It comes within a week, which is really good. So yeah, check them out and get some fucking delicious popcorn. I mean, popcorn. Who doesn't love popcorn? Um, I know I want some badly right now. I guess since this is the only thing that I can find, um, I'm going to shout out um, on TikTok at Tubby Nugget. Um, As we know, they have this song. Oh my God. I love, I love them. Registration D. And we're gonna have a ball. Everybody now, D and B. Their TikTok is better though. Like I like their sarcastic side of the TikTok. It's just so cute, and there's so many. There's just a bunch of different little skits that this little nugget does. Obviously, it's it's. Is it a cupcake? It's a nugget. It's a chicken nugget. Ma'am? It's called Tubby Nugget. It's a chicken nugget. What? Yeah. So it's just a bunch of little cartoons. Oh, that's of, a different uh, one. I'm thinking of the, I know what you're talking about now, but I'm thinking of the, um, what's the cupcake one you sent me? Oh yeah. It's a little cupcake and she's a little sarcastic little shit. Oh, right here. Yeah. It's called the good advice cupcake. Oh my yeah. god, follow that I one love too. Them. That one's so funny. This one's hilarious. I want a boyfriend. Boyfriend. Then go on some dates. Never mind. I want a boyfriend. 
<laughs> I yeah, love, the good advice love. cupcake is very relatable. That's oh, another good one. so relatable. I love I these little cartoon TikTokers. They're really, yes, really fun. Yes, yeah, awesome. Um, so that's the episode, and we love you guys so much. Go watch Euphoria. Go watch all the 2010s shows and catch yourselves up with how amazing they are, and be a millennial for a day. Um, for little liars even though you're not a real millennial like I am and like she is, but you can wish you are, bitch. You'll never be one. Sorry, 1996, but Sorry. you're Gen Z. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea what you're missing out on. Um, yeah. yeah, so go follow those creators. Uh, go support Black creators this month um, and support businesses and organizations and funds that can really help that community. And again, be that as use it as a catalyst for the rest of your life to support those communities and those groups, not just one fucking month out of the year, do it all year round. Yes. Okay. And don't support groups that only fucking support black people one month out of the fucking year and are little lying sacks of shit. Don't do it. Yeah. You can tell. You can, oh, it's like gay pride month. It's like, yeah. we love the gays. We love the gays. We the be- love rainbows. The beginning After of the next month. month gone yeah. yeah snatched like who are who are the gays wait who's gay, gay? fuck you you're gay you're like oh it's like wait a minute it's pride month Sorry. you know what that means that at home depot gay shovels Woo! yeah gay trash <laughs> kids and then the first of the month they're like gay who and like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> it's so stupid but it's the same with black history month it's like look at all this crazy stuff we have for black history month and then the beginning of march they're like who? What? We never supported yeah. them. I'm like, no shit, dick. Yeah, we know. We've been knowing. <sighs> We've been knowing, people. All right. We love you guys. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.